Does being around a lot of people drain your energy? Uh-huh. Do you enjoy solitude? Quite, actually. Do you have a small group of close friends? Yes, I prefer it that way. Do people often describe you as quiet and may find it difficult to get to know you? Yes, I have resting serious face also. Does too much stimulation leave you feeling distracted and unfocused? I'll pass. Are you very self-aware? Oh, quite. These questions are actually just sending all sorts of red flags to me right now. Do you like learning by watching? Yes, people watching is my number one uh, hobby. Are you drawn to jobs that involve independence? Then you might be an introvert. <gasps> a dude and a chick walk into a studio. A dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a dude and a chick walk into a studio. <laughs> a chick and a dude walk into a studio. Now, dude and a chick. Ah, uh, come on, you don't like that? I like that. Can anybody tell me why a dude and a chick is walking into the studio? How about that? A dude, a dude and a chick, chick walk into a studio. studio. Welcome to A Dude and a Chick Walk Into a Studio. My name is Justin Charles. And my name is Caitlin Carroll. And this is the first time you refer to yourself oh, as Caitlin. Oh, gosh. I said Caitlin. Yes, Crap. you did. No, no, it's fine. I'm Katie. Yeah, I'm Katie, you, not Caitlin. I, I mean, you're both, but I mean, whatever. Yeah. Welcome to A Dude and a Chick Walk Into a Studio. Thank you so much for joining us. As you know, our duty to our listeners is to provide a fun, relaxing, educational, and chill entertainment experience. So, let's just chill. Don't forget, we are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter at Dude Chick Show, on Facebook and Instagram at Dude and Chick Podcast, and you can send any emails, any comments that you have for us at dudeandchickpodcast at gmail.com. So if you guys like what we do, please, please leave a five-star review and check us out on all the social media platforms. Uh, we love interacting with our listeners. It really it really gives us uh, more fire to to keep doing this. Uh, we love to... to Create. Create, yes. Exactly. We, we're, we're creative people. We're foofy. We're, you know, you're creative. You're creative. <laughs> <We're> creative. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So our topic today is intro version explosion um so you know first of all uh as defined by verywellmind.com introversion is one of the major personality traits identified in many theories of personality people who are introverted tend to be inward turning or focused more on internal thoughts feelings and moods rather than seeking external stimulation <laughs> external stimulation anyways um so yes Katie and I have recently been talking about how difficult it has been for us in the past to open up to people, to dance that socialites dance, as it were, both in our personal and professional lives. And so we just decided to sit down and talk about it. I consider myself an introvert. A lot of those questions that Katie asked at the beginning of the show, they fit me to a T. So what, what do you think makes you an introvert? Well... <laughs> I hate small talk and not, I don't hate small talk because I think it's, you know, annoying or it doesn't have a place in, in socialization. It's just that I find it in, incredibly difficult. A lot of times I'm put in a social situation with people I don't know. And we start a conversation about the basics, you know, the weather, sports, I, sports, you lose me immediately with sports. <laughs> go sports. Yeah. Go team, play, you know, score that goal, <laughs> kick that ball into the hoop or something. Um, but yeah, 
a lot of times, like the well of conversational data just dries up immediately. And I find it very intimidating, like not intimidating as it were. It's work for me to plot on. And yeah. a lot of times there's silence, right? Have you ever been in a conversation? You're talking to someone else you, you've just met and then you've exhausted all your conversational options. And then there's just this awkward silence that just like permeates through the air. And you're just like, now, well-adjusted extroverted people <laughs> would be able to either A, ignore that or B, parlay that into moving on to yeah. someone else. Yeah. But for me... As an introvert, that silence just just gnaws at me. I have to fill that silence. That silence <laughs> in my head, that person is gauging my inability to fill that silence and judging me harshly, <laughs> even though they're probably not even thinking about me at all. So I find myself just sitting there or standing there and I'm like searching through my brain at like mock speed, trying to think of a topic, trying to think of something to say to fill that gap. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, the thing that I land on is some unintelligible nonsense that just makes me so embarrassed that I just have to like, okay, bye-bye now, and just leave. <laughs> oh, I've done the same thing too. It's, oh. yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. Like you go in an elevator and they just like, oh, you, you, you have like this initial five seconds of really good rapport with someone like, hey, how you doing? Like someone held the door open for you. So you're, you're, you're inclined. You're, you're both like, oh, hey, thank you so much. <laughs> you know, like that was awesome of you. And then just... Silence, and you stare at your phone, and you like do 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 do. Yeah, your thumbs. I, I I pretty much just like go straight to my phone, so I don't have to look awkwardly, in <laughs> you know, at the reflection in the elevator, you know, because it's yes. like mirrored, and it's like, okay, I'm just gonna look at my phone, so I don't have to interact because I have no clue what else to talk about. Exactly, and that that happens every day at work, actually. Like yeah. a lot of these people who work in the same building as Katie and I do. We probably should know by now. We've, we've worked here for a significant amount of time, and we, we know them by sight. But, we see them all, every day, yeah, basically. But on the I elevators, no it's just like, yeah, that weather, that traffic. Um, what else do we talk? What else do normal people yeah. talk about? The clouds. Uh, <laughs> I heard there. I heard we're having a space force being made. That's cool. We can send. You can go out. I can become an astronaut or something. No, um, and it's really, it's really unnerving. And and a lot of people I've spoken to or friends of mine, I seem to attract a lot more extroverts toward me for some reason. I think one person who's an extrovert, who's my friend, said that they adopted me, as it were. <laughs> Like, to try to turn you yeah. or no, to no, try no, to no. Just, it's, it's just like no it's just like they try to they try to yeah they try to turn me exactly yeah they try to get me out of that ex that introverted space and i and, think that's a job you know like something that all extroverts try to do yeah you know <laughs> i know and and that's fine like i am my, my wife yeah, for instance, i mean there's nothing wrong my with wife that. is the the complete opposite of me she loves going places she loves meeting new people she's able to chat with anybody she's able to like make small talk with anybody and parlay that into a full-blown conversation and a full-blown friendship with just like just with only just meeting somebody and for me it takes me several interactions of meeting the same person and and being in the same room with that person and talking with that person to be comfortable enough to be able to talk to them, to be able to like have in-depth discussions because one of the things I find is 
I am most comfortable with my really close friends. And that goes back to the whole having a small, closely knit group of friends because it's an, for me specifically, it's difficult to make new friends. And when I say new friends, I don't mean people I see all the time and hang out with. I have tons of acquaintances, tons of really good acquaintances. I know these people, I enjoy their company, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of being able to go out and hang out with them and then be able to come back in my own space. Like interacting with them is fun. I love them dearly, but it drains me, you know? Yeah. It sort of drains me. And I have a group of friends who I've had since childhood back home in Trinidad, right? Like people I haven't actually seen in person for years, but every single time I go back to Trinidad and every single time we hang out with each other, it's like I never left. It's like I can hang out with them for hours and hours and hours and hours because those are the people I gained a bond with. We went through school together. We, we were in close proximity to each other for an extended period of time because of that. Yeah. And through common interests, et cetera, like those are my friends for life. Hands down. I can talk to them about anything. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's difficult for me to, to ascribe that label of friendship on somebody, you know, I haven't really interacted with for that, you know, amount of time. Yeah. Um, and so I, I often feel guilty about it. But, you know, it's it's it's. It's one of those things where I know my heart and I know what my intentions are. And I know that I enjoy these people's company and I do think very highly of them. And eventually I do hope that we get to the point where we can be close friends. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, we're just acquaintances, you know. But it's it's, it's all good. Uh, Enough about me. In what ways are you introverted? Uh, I like to be alone. (laughs) Uh, And having uh, my husband, who is kind of like your wife, he always loves to have people around. He has so many friends, like, <laughs> and all of all of his friends have become my friends. Mm-hmm. I I have always had like a small group of friends, mm-hmm. and then I started dating him, mm-hmm. and then that just grew. And so my anxiety and everything <laughs> grew with that as well. Uh, you know, being at parties and just kind of like if the person. I, you know, was talking to or whatever, went off and talked to someone else. Most of the time, I'll just like <laughs> go in the around. corner yeah. <laughs> or go where the food is. That's usually my my main thing is I'll just go where the food is and then I'll stand there and I'll eat food and it won't look, <laughs> it won't look as awkward, right? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it just makes you look like a glutton, but it's like, hey, this, oh, I mean, Katie's okay. always hanging out by the food. Sure, whatever. I'm chunky. It doesn't matter. Um, you're, but, you're tiny. Um, but I'm short. There's a difference. Ah. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, so it's, and especially, uh, cause we, we just bought a house. Um, so. Congratulations. Yay. Homeowner um, Katie. Uh, um, and <laughs> so like the first thing Orion says is, Hey, let's invite people over. And I'm like, um, Okay. <laughs> you know, it it, sh- it shows that you are uh, it shows that you are at least the fact that you're you're acquiescing or agreeing <laughs> to it is that you you one you love your husband and yeah. two you know that it's um it's not going to be as bad as we make it out to be. Yes. Here. And and that's the thing, you know, cuz I've, you know, we've been together for a long time. I've 
I've been through many of these situations. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, I know in the end it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to have fun, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, this is great, you know? And, you know, we had friends over and it was fantastic. It was a great, great time. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I, you know, still kind of like, Oh gosh, no! I just want to have a that week, anxiety weekend by myself. Yeah, yeah, I gotta take my anxiety pills. Just like, oh, I gotta go. And the sad thing about that is, though, some people find that um, selfish. Um, I've encountered personally people who I've considered friends who would constantly ask me out, and I and I have no problem with that because I appreciate the fact that you want to include me. In things. Yeah, and I do understand that if I consistently say no, you're gonna get a bit tired of asking me. Yeah. That's, you know, it's kind of like the tightrope you're walking. There was someone in my life who would legitimately ask me to go out everywhere and it was fine. I would acquiesce. I would go out. And then there were times where, you know, I would just need some time for me. Like I acquiesced more than I said no, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then the one time I said no, they were just like, oh, you're selfish. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, I just need uh, some time to myself. I'd like, yeah. like, I've, what about me? Anyways, not getting into that. No, but. that's the thing. That is one thing that I, I believe that everyone needs at least a little bit of time for themselves. Absolutely. Because you need to recuperate yourself, recuperate your body, recuperate your mind, and, you know, focus on, on yourself. You need to just focus on yourself. <laughs> Make sure you love you, you know? Okay. Okay, mom. Gosh, <laughs> leave me alone. Anyways, it's it it's really something. And like I am peppered by extroverts. Like my entire family, yeah. my entire family are extroverts. Oh, my really? older brother is the most outgoing and charismatic person I have ever met. Like, mm. beside my wife. I think she's got him beat, but that's just barely. <laughs> but, you know, like, growing up, I was literally the only person in my family who was introverted. Uh, my mother, oh. she, she's very, like, soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she rarely talks. Like, she's very soft-spoken. But she, she knows how to dance that socialite dance. She knows how yeah. to talk. She knows how to engage with people and be, mm-hmm. you know be seen and be heard. Yeah. My father was the king of that. My father <laughs> yeah. was actually like a curious case. And I think that's where I am headed to. Like you, they always say that, you know, like as a son, as a boy, a guy, you're going to turn into your father or as a woman, you're going to turn into your mother. Eventually my father, he was the most charismatic person I have ever met outside of the house. Yeah. When I say outside of the Whenever, like, people uh, people would, would, would flock around him. He would have a whole bunch of friends, acquaintances. He would know people. He would be able to talk people's air off. That's why that's where I got my penchant for debate, a healthy debate. Yeah. Like, I will debate a topic with you for hours. I know. And I will enjoy every moment of it. I know. I've uh, seen it. <laughs> but, yeah. like, and But the thing about him is he would come home and he would just, like, shut down. And when I say shut down, he wouldn't. Not shut down completely, but he would just be quiet. Like the most quiet he's ever been. Yeah. He would just, he barely had friends over because like, that's the thing. Like I see you out there. I deal with you out there. I interact with you out there. Yeah. I, I, I give you my 110% out there. Mm-hmm. But in my house, in my, my house is my castle. My house is my respite. My house is my refuge. 
And when I'm here, I don't want to have to be on. Yeah, yeah. You he, he he was recuperating. Yeah. He was, you know, uh, trying but to you know, but relax. Yeah. yeah. And, but <laughs> the, 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 what, uh, what amazes me about it was the fact that he could go all out like 100, 110% at all. Like for me, I can't even, I, like when I'm out, I ha- I'm at most like 70 at most 70 and when i'm and i'm at home i'm on like zero so it's like he seemed to be on both ends of the spectrum like when he was out he was very extroverted Mm -hmm. when he was in he was like the most introverted person i've ever met and that's like it's it's interesting i i just i i see myself leaning towards that the more i go out the more i interact with the world the more my house becomes my um, my refuge, my my home, my home, you know, my place that I can recuperate and, and just recharge my batteries. As it were. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that, uh, especially you know, since we both are around extroverts, and on, and it's funny that you say that your family's full of extroverts. My family's pretty much all introverts, <laughs> except for my brother. I I can't, I would say maybe both of my brothers, but at least my my one brother, he is extrovert to the <laughs> max. Like. Um, But I think having that, you know, having that kind of opposite, I don't know about your situation, Mm. but I know with me being around my husband all the time, he's, he's made me more of an extrovert. I I still consider myself an introvert because I will still sit in a corner at a party (laughs) and be completely fine with that. You know, just like, okay, cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Have a drink in my hand. (laughs) Although I will say, uh, I wanted to ask. Does alcohol make you more of an extrovert? No, I know it you don't. Absolutely, you not. don't drink much. I don't. Though. I I do not drink much. Only in social settings, um, mm-hmm. and with like with other people. Like I'm not going to be the wet blanket in a situation. But I know myself. I'll I'll drink as much as I'm able to without impairing making myself impaired. Yeah. Um, but no, actually, it has the opposite effect. As a rule, I'm I'm a quiet person if I don't know people. Like if I'm in a social setting and I don't know anybody, I'm usually quiet. I'm usually the one who waits for people to come to me to 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 interact. Um alcohol increases that that, that <laughs> I withdraw even more um uh, into my into myself. Like I'm not mad, I'm not like yeah. ultra flighty, yeah, but I'm just sure. more, I observe more for some reason. I just sit quietly and just like take everything in around me. And going back to what you were saying about your husband being the one to bring you out of your shell, as it were, that's the same thing as my wife. Like mm-hmm. going back to what I look for in a person before my wife, I dated a few people and um, there was an overwhelming urge to find somebody I wouldn't mind disrupting my my own personal schedule for i dated a bunch of people and when it came time to go out on a date after a while it was like i don't feel like stopping what i'm doing to interact with this person i know that sounds really bad but that's 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 how it was for me like there wasn't anything special there wasn't like a connection yeah but whenever it came time when i met my my wife and we were we started dating like i couldn't wait to hang out with her yeah. like I didn't mind like I would just just completely blow off plans that I've yeah. had that would have interested me to like hey I'm gonna spend more time with her and it's mm-hmm. been more like that that's how I knew she was the one for me because her share presence just kind of like fought through my introvertedness it made me want to be out with her made me want to do things with her hang out with her more and going into the relationship 
she is a completely outgoing person, as I've said. And so we would go out on dates. We'd go to different places. I knew she was the kind of person who liked to be out and about and do things and, and, and witness things. And so even though I, in my my first reaction to, to going out after a hard day's work <laughs> is kind of like, Ugh, in my head. Like, <laughs> but I liked her. I loved her. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll go. And then even though I was apprehensive at first, I would go out. And then whenever I went out, I would have a blast. Like I'd have fun. I'd have so much fun with her. Yeah, exactly. And then and then the more and more I went out with her, that same kind of initial uh was always there. But the fact that I knew every single time I went out with her, I had fun, whether I meant to or not, made me push past that initial uh because I knew I was gonna have fun. Yeah. And now being married to her, every time she suggests let's going let's go out or something. I'm there. Like, I know I'm going to have fun despite, like, if I feel like being at home. If I, I, I know I'm going to go out. I know I'm going to have a great time. I know I'm going to make her happy by being there with her. And I make myself happy because she's happy. And that's fine, you know? So that's really all there is to me about it. Um, I forgot where we were going with this, but, you know, <laughs> let's, just, let's just go on. Well, another thing that uh, on the, the signs, signs you're an introvert, mm-hmm. um, one of them is uh, you're drawn to jobs that involve independence. Oh, hell yes. And I'll be honest with you, like I've, I'm, I've always been drawn to, you know, jobs that I, I like working by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously having someone review what I do, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. Uh, but being able to to be by myself <laughs> like you know it's like okay this is great you know i can yeah. edit this video by yeah. myself or, you know or, yeah. and i think that's why we were drawn to jobs in production because yeah katie and i both work in production and the way our um assignments are set up it's such that these are your assignments and these are what is this is what is expected of us for the day or for the week yeah Make sure everything is as it should be by the end of the day or the end of the week. And there's little to no oversight, which is completely um, apropos to this to this to this point is that we are given the option like we do our jobs and we do it efficiently. We do it well and we do it without much supervision. And it gives us the freedom to to work one at our own pace as long as we get the job done yeah. in an efficient, um, correct manner. And two. You know, it gives us the impression that we are appreciated. The fact that someone is not constantly over our shoulders telling us, hey, you need to do it this way. You need to do it that way. Our input, our work ethic, our our own design choices are appreciated because, you know, we are allowed to work independently. Yeah, I feel like we can be more creative. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you know be able to express ourselves (laughs) and speaking of um you know the workplace as it were let's 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 take a little shift to how introversion affects your job or how introversion affects your job prospects how introversion affects you professionally so one of the main sources of employment or or at least professional development is networking. networking. <laughs> 100% networking. Something that is really difficult for introverts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for me, as I said, as for what I've explained of, of my own uh, introversion, 
it's really difficult for me to just spark up that necessary conversation with a stranger who might just be a stranger who has the ability to put a word in for you somewhere. And then the pressure is even tenfold because, you know, you need this person to like you. You need this person to believe that you would be an asset to whoever they recommend you to. Yeah. And I, how, I don't even know, how do you even do that? Like I've, I've done a little bit of networking, but. (laughs) So I have a little bit, I have some. some I guess maybe that's how I got this job actually. I mean, well, yes, you always keep your ears open for one. Um, For my wife is, as she's, she's my number one fan as always. And I'll never stop singing her praises. She suggested joining certain groups that are within my field. Like right now that there's a national um, association of black journalists. They have sections that are for people who aren't necessarily journalists, but are within the realm of production or, or journalism related professions. That's cool. And also like joining other things. Like um, I also have another job. I work seven days a week. Um, and within that job, there is a another you know black employee network, and so I I joined there and not necessarily say it has to be a black thing or you know whatever, but that's where that's one of the criteria that I fit into. So I join. I look for people who are like me, who are making it in that in the industry, so yeah. I can learn from them. Yeah. I can read their newsletters. I can like um, there's they have professional development seminars. They oh, have cool. um, they live stream some events where, you know, you get to meet people or they have events within the area you can go to as a member and, net- and network just like say, hey, I joined this. This is what I'm looking for. And you start off there. And then the more you talk, the more and if you're really passionate about what you do, that comes off, you know, they see that. So in terms of networking, what helps what's helped me is joining those things. Um joining those groups. Um, also like professional development, like you can go to classes. Like for me, I am learning the Adobe suite or relearning the Adobe suite, um, Photoshop, Premiere, um, all those other, um, Adobe software. And so when you go to those classes, if you have time to go to those classes, you meet other people in those classes who are doing the same thing, who are trying to learn the same things as you. So that's one of the things I've been looking at myself in, in, in terms of my own professional development and in terms of breaking out of that shyness, that, that, that introversion when it comes to my professional development. If that helps anyone out there, um, yeah, just list them all again. You can look for groups of people who meet the same criteria as you within your profession. Join them, you know. You, you may be an active member or you may you could just be a passive member and like read all the emails, see what's new in your industry and then shoot out an email to people, you know, just introduce yourself or you can go out to those events and you already have a starting topic to talk with. Hey, this is my profession. I'm looking to, to, to look further down into my profession. You are the person who's further along than I am. Can you help me or what can you what advice can you give? Once you put yourself in that situation, you already have something to talk about. And if you're passionate about it, things will keep coming. That's been my experience anyway. Yeah, that's that's intriguing. That's that's pretty cool. That would be something that I would want to do, but probably would never do because I don't want to go out into social situations. I mean, I understand wholeheartedly. <laughs> Like you're it's ta- a great thing to do. You're preaching to do the choir people. on that one. I, I understand wholeheartedly. But anyway, so we we we're doing some research and we're kind of looking up 
tips to kind of become more extroverted. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've got a list here. And we're going to just talk through them and see how they apply to us, if they apply to us. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you, reading these, some of these, I'm kind of like, Mm, BS, but you <laughs> oh, know, I, I think it, I think it also depends on the person. Yeah. Well, yes. So I mean, it obviously depends on the person. Okay. So person. we just want to try. We just want to at least try to cure ourselves, or try to at least get ourselves more extroverted. Let us be able to 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 do the things we we wish we were able to do verbally without spewing forth nonsensical things that get ourselves embarrassed in front of our <laughs> um, heroes. Patricia Day. <laughs> Um, so okay, so it's learning hour learning on a hour. dude and a chick podcast. Walk into a walk studio. Into a studio on a dude and a chick walk into a studio podcast. Why, thank you, Katie. The first tip to uh, becoming an extrovert is <laughs> revering your turf. Revering your turf. Oh, um, yeah. Most introverts are most comfortable in their own surroundings. If you can swing it, have events on your home ground. Ew, no. I don't like. Yeah, to I my know. Space. I know. It's like, oh yeah, have them on your home ground. I, I, I will say that I am more comfortable doing that, like having people over at my place, mm-hmm. as opposed to going somewhere else, because that is, that is somebody else's yeah. territory. Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel more awkward then, because especially if there's an awkward situation. Yeah. I'll just go in my room. Like, <laughs> I, as antisocial as that is, I mean, I'll just be like, hey, guys, I'm going to sleep. Bye. I mean, but you could, you could easily <laughs> just do, you could easily just leave the house, leave whoever. Like, that's just, yeah, <laughs> but if you have somebody else with you, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I, with I, our extroverted significant others, uh, you know, we can't just be like, okay, I'm going to leave. Bye. I'm out, bye, bye. Uh, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> true. I mean, I. I, I guess so. Like, um, I love having game nights. Um, we usually have those with my in-laws, though. I guess we're not at the stage where we are hosting a lot of those ourselves. We're still doing things with our in-laws, and I love doing things with my in-laws. Yeah, and I, I and I think being at, like, your family family's houses, like, that's different. Yeah, that's yeah like, no, absolutely. Uh, you treat it like your own. Like, I mean, wow, and I mean that's the thing. Like, I don't, and I, even with, like, I don't mind fa- my family being over and, like, yeah. just chilling. Like, I guess, I guess... It's different. I don't mind my my uh, my wife's friends and stuff like that. I'm, I'm friends with all of them now. Well, most of them that I've met, I have I not met any. Oh, <laughs> they, that's a whole other. But yes, like I'm com- I'm comfortable enough with my wife's friends, who are my friends now, to to have them over. They've been to my place, so yeah. I guess it's just people I've never met. I mean, but why would I be inviting people I've never met to my house anyway? Yeah, that's. Uh... That's, that's not that's not something we want to talk about. Axe murderers are, are yeah, plenty. Yeah, that's creepy. Okay, number two. What is this? Practice smiling? Practice smiling? I think this one is, this is one of the ones that I was looking at that well, like, well, that's BS. Because well, well, you well, know me, I smile well, all the time. Well, that's the thing though. Hear me out. I kind of understand this because I have resting serious face. <laughs> I have resting B face. <laughs> and like, I have no clue I have that. Like, I... My father had it. My father, like someone beat the crap out of him and he's just like plotting revenge. <laughs> and then you talk to him, he's so, like, you talk to him, he's like, oh, what? No, no, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm not. And so it's like, I have that so same. Like a cat. Yeah. Because <laughs> cats always look like they're about ready to kill you. I, you know? And that's the thing. Like, I'm just, I just sit and I'm just looking serious. Like I was out with some friends the other day at happy hour and I'm just sitting there drinking. And I, and I guess that goes back to the whole, like, I'm even more quiet <laughs> 
I look up and he's looking at me. He's like, what are you thinking about? You look so serious. Like, oh, I'm not thinking about anything, actually. <laughs> like, my mind was a complete blank at that very moment. I wasn't, I wasn't mad. I wasn't happy. I wasn't anything. So I, I, do. I think that that's also a guy thing. They can they can do like a blank face. I mean, but but, I, but yeah, I guess if you have I, like an angry face yeah, on, I, I just I just literally have a resting <laughs> like something is bothering me, and that's not literally the case. I I'm, I'm like Katie will tell you I'm the most I'm one of the most friendly people. Yeah, out there like I you introduce yourself to me, I will say hi. I'll be I'll be shy because I don't know you, but. Um, I'm, I'm not going to be like aggressively, why are you talking to me? That kind of thing. I'm, I'm usually, so I do understand this in terms of like practice smiling. It'll make you see more, me, I don't like me, it'll make me seem more approachable <laughs> to other people. So I, I understand why you would call BS on it. But for me personally, yeah, I, I guess again, I guess, again, it's like per person. Yeah. And it's also like, okay, like, I think it would be creepy. Like it says, you know, you can practice this on the street. Please don't like go <laughs> and stare at people and smile at, and look at them and smile at okay. them. And, I okay, mean, sidebar, you can sidebar, do that. Sidebar, sidebar. Who would you be more afraid of? Someone who comes up to you looking really, really pissed off and really angry and says, "I'm gonna effing kill you." Like they don't say it like that, but they're really pissed off and they yell at, like, "Yeah, I'm kill you." Yeah, right. Or somebody who comes up with a serene smile on their face and says, "I'm going to kill you." Uh, definitely uh, the person who's smiling right. uh, would scare that, me more. I think that illustrates what Katie and, was trying well, to say. Well, yes, about. exactly. And it, and I'm not saying, you know, don't don't like look at people and, and not smile. You know, I think looking at them, smiling, but staring at them, uh, you know, I don't think that's what this means, you know, but, you know, I've, a- I've been in that awkward. Have you ever been in that awkward situation where you're you're far away from the person mm-hmm. you know if you're walking down the street or something no, not even and just you kind of sh- you kind of look at them and you're like not even just the street down the the, the corridor with, our, <laughs> with the people other people who work oh, on yeah. the same floor as we yeah. we're walking down the corridor like to go to the bathroom and someone just like crosses the corner and you have like 15 seconds before you even cross each other's path yeah it's like what do you do you look away until like, you get close enough to look and smile like that's i feel so awkward because obviously you don't want to sit there and like stare at them with a smile on your face because no, no, no. i've run into that situation like every day i would me too that's i what i usually do is just i say hi like when we catch each other's eye because there is a moment we catch each other's eye to mm-hmm. say, hey, you know, you acknowledge them and then you just like go go about your business. Like, I think that's the easiest way. I think, you know, both both parties involved would be appreciative. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, the next one. Um, practice, practice, practice. Practice what? Uh, you, you force yourself, according to this, you force yourself to have a brief conversation with anyone from the barista to the banker at least once a day. Hmm. I think that that is kind of good practice. Yeah. I've tried this before, though. Like, it usually always ends in the same place as, as I, everything <laughs> else. It's like, hey, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Like, I don't know. Just the weather, man, is super hot. I don't know why it has to be hot. Yeah, man, that, it's really hot out there. And you're like, yeah, okay. Can I have my coffee now? Okay, go <laughs> So, yeah. I'm drinking hot coffee on a hot day. Yeah, uh, sure. And it, it, it usually, like... I do do this. I do speak to the people who I interact with. Yeah. You know, I do say, and I don't think this is useful to me because yeah. I do this on a daily basis. I yeah. try. I make the attempt. Like, I'm trying to get better. I make the attempt. So it's like, I've tried. It hasn't helped. But, you know, it's whatever. What about you? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, I strike up random conversations with, with 
you know, just like little things, you know, mm. uh, random, sometimes awkward. <laughs> uh, and I just, you know, it's like, eh, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I, feel, I think I feel better because it's like, oh, I'm never going to see this person again. Actually, you yes. Know? So, Absolutely. So that, that to me is like, okay, it's okay if I say something stupid because guess what? Even if I see you again, you're probably not going to remember me. Exactly. That, you know, that's, that's really cool. I, I, I do agree with that. And that's, and that's something that I think people should, I, I guess I changed my mind. You should try it. <laughs> um, especially, yes, yeah, since people, you never, probably never meet them again until that one time you do. And then you question all your life choices. But anyway, number four. Allow recharge time. Heck yes. Yeah, we already talked about Heck this. Yes, I, yeah. yes, totally agree. Just just take some time for yourself or with people you're comfortable with and just, you know, sit and binge, watch TV, read a book, listen to our podcast. Yeah, you know, definitely. Just, just do something. A dude in a check podcast. Walked okay. into the studio. Wait, what? what? You disappoint <laughs> me, Katie. Yeah, I can't. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to say to Twitter. All right. Okay. <laughs> Okay, okay, let's moving on. Number five, <laughs> join a speaking group. No. Next one. Yes. Um, <laughs> practice, practice saying yes. Challenge yourself to say yes to any and all invites for a set period of time. A month is a good benchmark. Did you ever see that movie? Liar, uh, liar. No, not no. liar, liar. Uh, the other movie that Jim Carrey did, which was, I think it was, was it Yes Man? I don't know. Uh, but yes, that's the premise is that he says yes to everything. <laughs> oh, I have to see that. Does It does not end. It's not great all the time. So, but I do say, yeah, I mean, if you're, you know, if someone invites you somewhere. I mean, I see this as being a good way to start. Um, I actually practiced this when I was um, leaving, like my last year of college, um, just as someone says, let's do this, let's go here, you know, say yes. I, I just say yes. And um, it gives you it gives you more experiences that you wouldn't usually have and it allows you to think outside the box and probably meet new people. So yeah. I would definitely say um, you, with your own, use your own discretion because you don't want to be saying yes to everything. Yeah, yeah. Like if someone, definitely. you know, just be... be Make sure it's use, safe. Yeah. And then, you know, but... Make sure yeah. you know the person. Of course, don't just don't go into an, <laughs> don't go into an Uber and say yes to the driver if he's taking you some other. Please don't be safe. Be safe when driving so um, ride sharing services and everywhere else. <laughs> Anyways, where did I get there? Okay, okay, number seven. Uh, give yourself an out. Hell for yes. Yes. So I, I this recommends giving yourself at least like forty five minutes at a place, you know, at a party if you're if you're going to a party, mm. and then you can be like, okay. Then I can leave, which I think this is a great idea. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to stay here for, I'm going to try to interact for, you know, half hour, 45 minutes at the very least. If I'm having an awesome time, then I'll stay for longer. Yeah. If I'm feeling anxious, then it's not going to work. Then, out. you know, I can leave. or yeah. Or if you start going, you know, in a panic mode, you just, yeah, you can leave. It's okay. <laughs> no, but that's that's an intriguing prospect. I actually like that. As you said, it gives you the ability to, if you feel like you're having fun, it, it, you, you'll be pleasantly surprised. It gives you the option to be pleasantly surprised with something and that you want to stay longer as opposed to just like rushing out or not going at all. Yeah. This next one is what my we, favorite, is what <laughs> I use constantly. Balance, and liquid, courage, wisely. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know about wisely, but I use liquid <laughs> courage 
<laughs> if you imbibe every now and then, don't get too dependent on liquid courage now. Yes, I know, I know. I'm not an alcoholic, people. I mean, I think Shut dost, up. thou dost protest too much. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, with me, you know, if I have like one or two drinks, mm-hmm. um, obviously not strong ones because mm. yeah. I'm a small person and <laughs> one or two drinks of some things could just set me out. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, just having that kind of thing, it kind of loosens you up. Mm-hmm. And I I really, you know, I think that's really good in those social situations. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, if you can't drink or don't want to drink, you know, it's, it's not a big deal. It, even if everyone else is drinking, you don't have to drink. You know, it's... It, <laughs> that can also be pretty entertaining because everyone else is drunk around you, which can also make you feel uh empowered yeah kind but, of in although, better kind of loosen you up it, it, there, I, i've encountered some situations where i've been among drunk people who are more annoying with that when they are drunk <laughs> than when they yeah. are sober so it's like yeah. i would yeah it's it's it and and again alcohol doesn't affect everyone the same yeah and like i said with, with me it, it doesn't really make me any more extroverted at all it just makes it just pulls me in actually quite the opposite effect actually so know yourself in terms of how alcohol affects you if it if it makes you a bit more outgoing or it makes things a lot less daunting for you in terms of talking to people or interacting with others i would say give it a try um of course you know within reason and, and be safe about it but i think it is an option number nine nowhere to stand what 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 and then- <laughs> oh yeah Obviously, if you're like at a party or something, mm-hmm. which I do this often, unfortunately, it, hugging the walls, um, I'd, or what this says, head heading straight to the refreshment station. <laughs> that was exactly there, what you That were is doing. exactly what I do. That's exactly what you said you did. Yeah. And it says, you know, think of the extroverts you know. None of them will be spotted stationary or against walls. Well, I don't know anyone. I mean, so it's a good thing. I think that is good. Um, being in, if you stand somewhere kind of near people mm-hmm. where you think you'll be able to have a conversation with, mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good thing. As opposed to if you're standing by the wall or standing by the refreshments. I mean, that's a good way to meet other um, introverts too, though. <laughs> very true. If the if they're not standing on the opposite wall, uh, then you can really be, freak them not, out and go gonna, stand by there. It's not going to be the 80s stereotype, movie stereotype trope <laughs> where you're just like, the two introverts meet at the corner and it's just like, hey, hey. And then they both look at each other while everyone else is dancing. Like, yeah, hey. and then they fall in love. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, it, it can work, people. Don't 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 ever... You know, <laughs> no, no. no I, I went to a wedding this weekend. Um, hashtag Cameron and Ayumi. Congratulations to you guys. Oh, um, If you listen to this, you'll get... You got a shout out. Um, but... Like, yeah, there were a lot of people I didn't know. There are some people I haven't spoken to for a while. Like, we, we met in college. My friend Cameron and I went to college together. And so there were a bunch of mutual people we knew in college. And, you know, I haven't spoken to them for a while. But, you know, it came back. And then there were people who I'd never met before. And standing among the people, actually, like, the conversation, from what I found, the conversation goes, it goes on without you. And so yeah. you, you're free to jump in at any moment and usually have people's ears, especially if you don't talk. If you don't talk, if you're usually quiet, people tend to listen to what you have to say when you do talk. In that instance, if you're among a group of people, you're just on the periphery, but they know you're there and you've been quiet the entire time observing, listening. When you do pipe in, people tend to listen. I think 
introverts have that advantage as it were. So it's not yeah. always to your benefit to like stand off to the side or be off to the side. Sometimes you just want to bite the bullet and just like go straight into it. And, um, yeah. and that can go on with practice as well in yeah. terms of practicing. Like yeah. one of the things that I found very, very helpful to me is just putting myself in a situation that I can't back out of. Like just making yeah. the plunge and just like, you know, forcing myself to be in that situation. Yeah. And once I'm in that situation, I, it's a fight or flight response for me. I have to talk to these people. I have to, 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 to entertain these people. I have to carry on a, a semi-decent conversation. Going in headfirst, jumping in, you know, blind as it were, sometimes helps me in situations like that. Um, so I guess that can go along with practice. It's just pushing yourself into a situation that forces you to be that way. And yeah. the more you do that, the easier certain situations become after a while. Yeah. Number right. 11. No, number no, 10. No, we're number 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretend you're playing the host. Next. Um, yeah. Uh, number 11, <laughs> practice active listening. I do agree with this one. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess because I, I would consider myself an active listener. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like, even if I'm not speaking, mm -hmm. People can sense that I'm I'm actually listening. Mm -hmm. I'm not just you know like oh, waiting the, for them you know. to stop talking. Exactly, so that you yeah, can talk. Exactly, you know I'm actually listening to what they say, which I think is something that everyone should yeah. uh, should have. But especially for introverts, I think that is, and that's kind of I think that's kind of one of the strengths of introverts because I think a lot of introverts actually are good listeners. Yeah, that's why people tend to reveal things to us, like talk to us or come to us to, for advice because they know that we can listen. Even though um, I had this, this bad habit of giving unsolicited advice. And this could just be me as a man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm built, I'm wired to try to fix things, you know? And, I, and as an introvert, people often come to me with their troubles because they know I, I would listen and listen and actually care about what they're going through. Yeah. You know? And so my first instinct as a guy is to like, how can this situation be fixed? When a lot of the times what they're really looking for is just to vent. Like people don't need you or me in this, in this instance to tell them how to fix it. They just need yeah. me to listen. Yeah. And so I had made a conscious decision and I told Katie about this myself and I think I've been doing really well with it to not give unsolicited advice, to ask them how you feel. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think I've gone a long way with that. You know, someone comes and talks to me instead of saying, okay, this is what you should do based on what my experience. I'm like, so what are you planning on doing about it? Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of, I talk them through it, talk them through it so that they can come up with a, a, a solution themselves. Yeah. And that way, you know, it's, it's more, they're more likely to listen or it's, it doesn't seem like I'm trying to push myself or my beliefs on them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, ah, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah, I do like that one. And another thing about active listening, I, I do like to listen. I do listen well. I'm, a, I'm an observer, as I said before. But the one thing I have major trouble with is remembering names. Like seconds after oh. someone tells me their name, yeah, my brain goes on to absorb the other information about them. But the yeah. moment it comes to like remembering the name that they told me just a second ago, I just draw a blank. Yeah. And then later on, I remember the name. But it doesn't help me in that situation. So I'm like, <laughs> exactly. okay, guy, you. So, yeah. and, and, and sometimes I believe people can actually sense 
that you you can't remember their names because you're going out of your way to not say it. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's but I've made it again, like the other thing, I've made a conscious effort to remember someone's name because I think it is important and it is the most respectful thing you can do to a person, whether you like that person or not, um, is to remember their name. That's so I've, I've, I've gone through a bunch of changes in myself to uh, try to, <laughs> to try to balance that out and, uh, figure that one out. Yeah. Yeah. So moving on. Number 12, brush up on current events. Uh, I don't like, I don't like this. Yeah. Next. I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Next. Uh, 13, Pinpoint the icebreakers in the room. Like I like their, I like I like your clothes. I like I like. I think I think this one's really interesting because there's. I a, really like your shoes. Your I got shit. them at a shoe store. <laughs> I know it's like uh, oh, JC Penney's. Well, thank you. I got them. At, <laughs> I got them. At, I got them at Target. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is this is essentially exactly what it sounds like. You look for things about this person, like. Are they wearing something that you think is interesting or that you haven't seen before? Um, listening to their conversation with other people, like just kind of like, I guess, mini eavesdropping and listening to if, if they talk about something like, oh, they're, I'm in this profession. You can think of questions to ask about that profession. Yeah, I, uh, I've had been in multiple situations. I usually don't tend to comment on, mm-hmm. I, I don't tend to do this too often. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think of other awkward things to say. Uh, <laughs> but I've had people, you know, like I, I wear TARDIS uh, earrings all the time. Yeah. Because uh, I'm too lazy to change them. <laughs> uh, and I've had multiple people come up to me and, you know, be like, oh, I love your earrings. And it's like another Whovian. Yay. And then you have uh, a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. Yeah. With regards to Dr. Who. Yeah. So, um, you know, something like that, you know, just something little, you know, even if it's, you know, that little, if you see the Deathly Hollow symbol, you yeah. know, Harry Potter, you know, <laughs> uh, something super nerdy. Like, no, if they're, if you're not nerdy, you can, there's obviously a million other things to talk about. And but also, <laughs> and also on the flip side, as you said, like when you brought that up, you could be the icebreaker. I had a t-shirt um, about one of my favorite anime, Rurouni Kenshin, which we spoke about with Rob Patterson. <laughs> And he disrespected <laughs> it utterly, but you know it's it okay. Hilarious. All the love in the world to Rob Patterson <laughs> and those guys at the the, the Department of Nerdly Affairs. Um, Still waiting on our, our on our badges. Oh yeah, I, I'll have to to get to him with that. Um, <laughs> we'll 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 ask him about that soon. But yeah, like you know, I wore I wore a T-shirt with Rooney Kenshin, and it's like it had words. If they stand behind you, give them protection. If they stand beside you, give them respect. If they stand against you, show no mercy. Mm. And it's just like it's it's nothing that actually was said in the anime, but it was it was printed alongside the image of 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 the, of the character. Mm-hmm. Those words are mottos that anyone can really get. Yeah, behind. like in almost any situation. Yeah. So yeah. of course, I had a bunch of people say, "Hey, that's a really nice T-shirt and stuff like that." Yeah. And so you can yourself be the icebreaker in the room. Yeah. By just like just bringing props, I guess is what I meant to say. <laughs> be or Always be. carry props around with you. Even micro props, props, you know, wear props, whatever you want to do. <laughs> anyway, so number 14, stay off your phone. Incredibly I, difficult. I, uh, yeah, very difficult, especially nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone's on their phone. And it's funny to look 
to see to go to a place and just seeing how many people are actually on their phone. <laughs> and it, but but it is a security blanket as we were just talking about the elevator situation. Yeah, like when you're I in the elevator, it's like your phone is just like okay, um, I just have them looking. And a lot of times in the elevator, in the elevator, like there's no signal, so I'm not literally doing anything on my. Phone. I know, I just right? Have you're the phone just, just staring, staring at, at it. it. <laughs> and like and and it is a security blanket. It is like training wheels, as it were. But oh, it goes back to the give yourself an out thing. Like I have been trying my best to, if I know I'm going to a place to do something, I mentally prod myself to be in that place doing that thing without any sort of um, distractions, be it phone or elsewhere. Um, it's not been very successful, but I keep trying. And, you know, every, you know, the times when I am able to do it, it makes me feel so proud. And the times I am not able to do it, it doesn't really bother me whatsoever. But, I yeah. mean, it, I, the, the fact is I just keep trying. And, yeah, your phone can be your crutch because it's, it's, it's not like a, a flip phone. You have access to so much on the Internet, apps, all those other things, Facebook, whatever. Yep. So you're always constantly checking in. And that's one of the things that I, I, I've been working on myself specifically. Uh, okay, last one. Have you? Ah, that's not. That's not what that says. <laughs> have you? That's no. not what that says no, at all. I have not. Have a few anecdotes at your fingertips. Ah. Fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Anecd not what I was laughing about. I, I know, but I did make you laugh when I said it. <laughs> you <though>. did. <laughs> um, everyone should have appropriate jokes or anecdotes at the ready. I don't like the appropriate part of the jokes. I mean, I enjoy inappropriate jokes. But I guess if you're trying to network, uh, network and be in, uh, I don't know, I guess not around your close friends, yeah, yeah. you need you need appropriate jokes. Yeah, you, you just need, you need to be able to, you need to have a stable uh, a stable of like jokes or Dad jokes. little comments or little sto nice stories that get people interested or you know work like I usually I usually um, use my my job um, at at the news the the TV station. Or I use the fact that I work seven days a week. Or I use the fact that, you know, You're it's crazy. like. Yeah, I am crazy. <laughs> but I like working. I like making money, man. Sue me. Don't sue me. <laughs> I, I like to keep that okay. money. Please. But yeah, it, it, you, you always want to go in with. And I'm not, I'm not a, 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 an expert at this by any means because I'm looking, looking at this to try to help myself. And, and Katie and I are yeah, trying to do that. Yeah. But um, I do have a few go-to ones. They're not universally applicable. So, you know, you have to... Yeah, applicable. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, stop it. Sorry. I'm not editing <laughs> any of this out, by the way. Ah, yes. Okay. I love it. So, yeah, like, those were 15 um, tips to help us and our listeners, you guys, to combat introversion. Um, being an introvert isn't necessarily a bad thing. Introverts are very compassionate people a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. um, we hold our th a lot of our thoughts inside, and we just usually want to help other people. We value our time. We value the people that we've, we've worked so hard to, to, to actually get close enough to to become friends with. Yep. So I guess that's why ex extroverts love to surround themselves with introverts, because... You know, being around other extroverts all the time is kind I, of a I would imagine exhausting. Yeah. So, like, I can only imagine had I had I married another introvert, uh, we wouldn't be doing anything. I know, I know. We would be inside the house twenty four seven. Um. So, but I am glad to have those who are extroverted around me. Yep, um, me to too. kind of draw me out of my shell, 
And um, thank you, my hubby. Thank you, my beautiful, beautiful wife. See, I had to outdo you there. Oh, jerk. Uh, my be- beautiful husband. He's so beautiful. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> if you say so, Orion. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. beautiful. It's true. <laughs> Okay, we got to stop this. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to a dude and chick walk into a studio. Thank you for listening to our craziness. Yeah, I um I hope you enjoyed this episode. We love so much hearing from you guys, and we love doing this, entertaining you and educating you, and just having a conversation or a dialogue with you. Um, and I hope you enjoyed us too. So send us your your comments, uh, your questions, your whatever. Join us on Facebook. That's where we're most active at Dude and Chick Podcast. Leave us a little message. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what you think. Um, If you're listening to us via iTunes, just leave us a five-star review and please leave us a comment. Yeah, leave us a comment there so we know that you're listening and, you know, just tell us what you think. If it's positive, negative, you know, we love constructive criticism. We love to, we also love to know if we're doing it right and we're seeing you. Yes. And so. If we're doing it wrong, let us know. Well, yeah. I mean, yes, we like. Be nice. Be nice about it. Be nice. Yeah. But thank you so much again. This has been a dude and a chick walking to the studio. I am Justin the dude. And I am Katie the chick. Take care, everyone. Peace.